Welcome tabletop players. My name is Ruin Ortega and tonight I'm your judge because we're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics by Goodman Games. Joining with me as always is my co-host Cade. Hi, I'm Cade. That's right, if you missed the first session uh, of this batch, we are returning to DCC after much request from the DCC community, or as I lovingly call them, the DCC cult. Uh, we did not know what we were doing the first time that we tried doing this, not just with the system, but with the format of the show in general. We've grown, we've matured, we've refined everything about us that you guys have to care about. Uh, and so we thought we would come back and give DCC another shot, and we loved it. So, yeah. Mm, yes, quite. This is my refined voice for the rest of the show. Your refined voice is vaguely Sean Connery, who has questionable ideas about women. I was going to say, I, I would take it until you until you mm. put that last part on there, but... Mm. Aquies. Uh, hey, but we also started something new with Season 2 that you might have noticed, and it's something that we're calling the meta. And we had this big idea after our Monster of the Week uh, batch where... Basically, we said, well, what's holding people together besides just review after review? And so we decided to design a story that would hold everything together. Gade, how would you describe what you know of the meta so far? Um, I mean, I, I wish you had told me I was going to have to describe it before we hit record for this intro. Um, I would say that it is like uh, those those. <sighs> It's it's like the concept from those cliche movies, like Jumanji, where someone gets sucked into a, the world of a game in some way, and they have to deal with it. Um, and that's kind of what happened. Jody, Jaden, and I have been sucked into the world of tabletop role-playing games, um, and we need to collect several keys from different planes of existence to fight a, uh, a big evil. And there's a weird dude who hangs out at a forge. I don't totally trust him, but hey, he's there. And uh, yeah, listen to the last episode. If you've if you've yeah. missed so much, if you jump to episode two, um, and frankly, I'm disappointed in you. It's true. This is one of the first times where I'm like, hey, if you haven't started at episode one of season two, you need to go back and you need to listen to that because uh, there's just a lot going forward that will make much more sense if you have that knowledge. Um, just for reference for anybody who's wondering, the first and last episodes of the actual play per batch, so two out of the four that we record, will have that meta narrative in it. And uh, so if you're wanting to know when are we going to hear more about what's happening next in that part, always at those times. Yeah, so listen to the episodes. Don't just listen to two and three. I know there's got to be one weird guy out there who only listens to the second and third episodes of each batch and then tunes out. Jim, quit being weird. Well, you know, we I don't even know where to go from there. We've just gotten so far <laughs> off track. Uh, hopefully people like our charm when we do this. but That's what we're calling our... it, our charm? <laughs> We can't call it a shit show. Sure we can, done. Uh, all right, well, our coffee of the batch is also uh, is also a show of sorts because we, summer broke us, guys. We, we could not afford uh, to buy that extra coffee because we were just having too much fun. So, Cade, very quickly, what was your coffee? What would you rate it? 
Uh, my coffee for this batch was Coheed and Cambria Roasters, uh, the Inferno. It is a dark chocolate black cherry blend that is absolutely amazing. Highly, highly recommend you check it out. And I rated it 4.5 demonically possessed 10-speed bicycles. I hope that makes sense to me someday, but I rated uh, Zavita Hazelnut Vanilla at your local Costco, uh, and I rated it uh, 4 out of 5 overdraft notices. And with that, I have a joke for you. I almost forgot the joke. Oh my oh, gosh. All right, was all right. that close? <laughs> you, were, you were so close. Uh, but because we don't have a... Uh, I, a set coffee. I'm not going to do one of those. I'm just going to do a random dad joke. So, uh, here we go. Ooh, do you want a science one? Sure. Why doesn't a photon need a suitcase? I don't know. Because it's traveling light. <laughs> I'll give you that. That's not bad. I like that. <laughs> and with that, grab a mug, fill it full of the hot stuff, because I forgot to say that last time, and sit back and listen to Dungeon Crawl Cal to, to Dungeon Crawl Classics by Goodman Games. Do we need to just record that whole? Nope, nope. We're all this is getting left in. The cult's coming for you. <sighs> back for episode two of dcc the heroes in the last episode entered into a temple after fighting some second sons and uh yeah they really listen you guys had like the perfect mixture of actual combat which i know you've been jonesing for jody and a little bit of puzzle so uh congrats um yeah how we do tonight not bad i'm hoping this time i can maybe actually hit something and get hit a little less uh <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. You're the tank. You got to take aggro yeah. and get damage. The tank with so little health for a level eight <laughs> character. <laughs> I'm doing good. I uh, really got hooked by the capabilities of these high level characters, and I can see just by looking at some of these things where like the power curve goes. It's like in the beginning you're so underwhelming, and then like you hit level five, and it's like all of a sudden you're this badass hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although we haven't actually killed anything, so I don't know how much time <laughs> we have to enough. hit anything with these crazy powers. Well, you know, the nice thing is is that in DCC, unlike other systems, you're not getting the experience for actually killing. You're getting it based on the encounter. So you could have made it through every single one of the battles you've had without actually killing anybody and still earn enough uh, experience to be as powerful as you are. All right, well, uh, we are starting out tonight's session as our heroes who have just lost their guide slash rogue friend, uh, the elderly Grant. And as they enter in the doors from the north, the first thing that they notice is that when the second sons, Master Goat and his apprentices, snap to, they don't come in. It's almost as if they're unworthy. 
Now, they previously were bringing slaves in, but it's almost like that was when there was a job to do. Before you, however, to the south stands a series of halls. There is the one immediately to your right. There is one to the left. And at the very end, you can tell that those are almost like a, a dual hallway going to the same area. Like, um, they're going to both take you to the same place. Uh, do we hear anything coming from one direction or the other? Hmm. Um, you hear some, like moaning or like wailing um <laughs> coming from uh the the southern uh point of the temple um almost like people are in pain okay whereas uh closer towards you um not much can be heard does it sound that there's like reinforcements coming or anything like that nothing like that okay thoughts gents hmm. well I'm guessing that the slaves have been taken to the south and they're being experimented on or sacrificed or forced to do something otherwise bad. We could investigate that, but we'll probably blow our cover immediately. I feel like we've blown the cover by melting the brains of nine people or eight people outside. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go check it out. Okay, so you bypass the hall to your right and the hall to your left. Uh, When you do get into the next area, you can see a large room. And I am going to add a second map into the Discord. So when you enter, what you see is an enormous temple that stretches out before you. Tall stone columns support the golden arching dome. The checkerboard marble floor has been polished to a bright sheen by the tread of thousand devotees. Strangely, the temple seems devoid of any altar or shrine. The sole focal point is a raised stone circle set in the center of the temple, surrounded by f- five, five marble columns carved in the likeness of humans, uh, shower, showered from above by a lotus, so giant black flower. Um... Betwixt each column is a sinister form obscured with black shrouds and bound in heavy chains. Wails of agony and the potent stench of stale urine wafts from beneath the shrouds. Chains and pulleys are anchored atop the columns, running to a pair of windlasses set against the temple wall. So just to clarify from the map that you've sent from er, in the Discord, uh, we're at the top left right um you guys can enter from whatever side you want but you are at the top yes okay i'm gonna do that like sitcom thing where they walk into it somewhere where they're not supposed to be and just like slowly shut the door and back away (laughs) (laughs) um do we see anybody else other than the figures in the middle none no okay you do however see an entrance to the south which you're guessing would be the other exit or entrance that you did not take to come into the temple. Right. See back to episode one to know what that's about. Can I use my axe of detection to try and detect magic? Absolutely. Okay. I need to look at the detect detect magic magic spell. spell. Oops. 
while he's doing that, would I be able to do like an intelligence check just to see like the if I have any idea of like the purpose of the ritual they're doing or uh yes. Okay. Uh I don't succeed and I'd rather not tell you what I rolled. <laughs> <laughs> Promising. It wasn't a crit, but it was real bad. So Sorry, Jody, what did you uh I'm just gonna look at what the it says I can cast detect magic once per day, but I'm just making seeing if I have to make a roll. So, uh, Jaden, if you want to do your your turn as well, just give me a sec. Um, yeah, I didn't have anything super specific that I would be overly worried about doing. Um, just to be safe, Bomo is gonna take out his pouch of iron spikes. He's got thirty spikes, and he's gonna um pepper them in the hallway that led into here, right? Like a, where it's just like you know the okay. tightest point coming into the space behind us so that if anyone did run in they'd have to run over some spikes at least and we would hear them hopefully nice okay <clears throat> so what it is is if it's a spell cast from a magic item it casts at a dc of 110 or 1d10 plus 20 so you basically are like guaranteed to at least succeed and i rolled a 10 so i got a 30 so up to 120 feet for four turns, I can determine exactly what objects or creatures are magically enchanted. Spell reveals creatures of non-mortal origin, e.g. demons, devils, etc. Um, I receive a very precise understanding of the magic strength and nature. For example, knows if an item is a plus two or plus one sword, or that a door is guarded by a specific spell. Okay. I'm going to let you in on something here that I haven't yet. Okay. And that's this place is gigantic. Mm -hmm. So if you look on the map I sent you, every yeah. square, which would normally be counted as five, is 20. Okay. So I could, from us, detect basically, like, up to around the, those closest pillars. Yep. And there, the figures would be standing there, right? Like, at least uh, some of them. No, so if you look, that there's They're two like way sets of pillars. In the yeah, oh, so do you see those, yeah, like, okay, that yeah. smaller it's ring? It's like, yeah, I, yeah. okay. So that shows you also the scale and how, like, basically all four or all three of you are standing in one square. Okay. Well, it lasts for four turns, so I'm, uh, right. I'll also move my full movement closer, just sure. to get closer. Sure. Um, you do notice around you that there is that door yeah. kind of looking thing. Do I, Did you want to move towards that? Yeah, like to get into the chamber. Um, do I detect any magic within the 120 feet radius? Uh, no. Okay. No, um, you do you do get the sense that maybe something below you is um, potent, but like not not exactly what it is. Um, it feels chaotic. Well, my spell says that I have very precise knowledge of the magic strength and nature. <laughs> oh well, it's chaos magic. Okay. Um, involving rituals. Okay. Okay. And as for the door behind you, um, so it is described as a pair of short golden doors set into the temple walls so it's set into like the wall of the hall that you just came out of okay and um on it it has the hammered gold leaf depicting a human form in a pentacle uh, a blooming lotus hovers above the form and strange runes mark its limbs and i also have a picture i can send you of that so you can look into the chat for that okay and i assume none of the runes are like recognizable to any of us for any kind of discernible connection um i would make i would i would let you make a um uh, dc 17 intelligence i assume or just roll i believe it'd be wisdom 
There isn't really anything for wisdom. Yeah, there is. Oh, there shoot. Is. Sorry. I'm thinking of other stats. Yeah. Uh, remind me of your stats again. Remind the listeners uh, of your stats. Strength, agility, stamina, personality, uh, uh, intelligence, and luck. It is intelligence indeed, my friend. <laughs> cool. Uh, 15. Um, yeah, you're not really sure what it is. Okay. You know, based based off of what Grant says, that this might have something to do with like the ascension of men to the first age of man. But that's only because he said that, and I assume you shared it amongst yourselves that um, yeah. you would be able to get that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you look at it, though, you do notice that there are two gold poles that you could open it with, but they're um, uh, tied about the handles of the pole are strings of beads, polished um, and a braided cord. So you would have to remove those beads in order to open the door. Okay, so do we want to go for the door first, or do we want to go and approach the people in the middle? There was also the two ways behind us as well. I had started moving down to one of those with side doors. I'll say the one on like the left-hand side of the map. Sure. Um, as you get closer to them, um, there's nothing innately magic about it outside of what you've discovered already it almost seems like it's like spiritual um tied to the chaos itself um if you tried to look into it um i could tell you what you would see into the your room yeah i thought we'd already saw what was in the room sorry you're looking into like the the one three b right like on the bottom left side of the map is that where we started? I thought we started up at the top. You did. No, I thought yeah. you said you went down to look at, at those. Uh, no, what I wanted to do... I, I was meaning I was going through one of the side passageways from, like, at the top instead of going through the door. Oh, that's where, that's where you came from. Okay. I thought we yeah. were standing behind the door because you were saying we were seeing the door. We're looking at it from the other side then? Because I thought yeah, we had to built, remove the things to open it. It's built already... into the wall. You haven't opened it yet. No, sorry. Yeah. I, I thought you said you were going to look down to the side because I couldn't imagine why you'd be going back up the hall that you just yeah. came out of. Okay. Yeah, I was just confused about <laughs> yeah. that then. Okay, yeah, well, that's fine. It was a miscommunication. The, okay, yeah. so you'd have to remove the beads. Are you guys okay with this? Yeah, Bomo yep, will just stand like 10 feet away from the door holding a shield up and ready to lay on hands if need be. <laughs> All right. He saw one of his buddies get disintegrated by a door. He's not going to trust another one. Because <laughs> there's no other way into the chamber besides this, right? Uh, this is this is just like an ornate door. This isn't a real... Imagine it like a cupboard. Okay, so it's we don't have to open that to get into the room. No, you're already in the large okay, chamber. Yeah, okay, I just I, yeah. I missed I missed the boat on this information. So let's just <laughs> whoop, 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 rewind and okay. I just want to move you. close enough. I'm gonna use both my actions, move close enough or as far as I can to get closer. To uh, I want to get my magic circle to extend to the yeah. creatures. So as you as you get yeah. So okay, okay. I'm gonna do two things for you. You're trying to get closer to. The figures, the, yeah, the figures. See if I but I'm gonna say that you did go closer to that door, or okay. you were within range of the door. Yeah. So as your magic detects, you can tell that touching those beads is not a good thing. Yeah. Unless you worship the thing that this is about, yeah. and that's what I was which, hoping with the detect magic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're like, mm, maybe don't touch those unless you're okay with consequences. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll you're tell moving that to closer to the too. figures. But like, don't touch the beads. Those are... It's a trap. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's my turn. 
All right. So, so you said like the there's pillars with like the guys in between them on the chains in the middle. Yeah. Is there anything I don't know particular or descriptive about the outer circle of pillars? No. Like the the eight or whatever there is, they're just they're, just pillars. They're just marble pillars that look to be supporting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what do the one three B things look like from a distance? Uh, from a from a distance, they just look like little little chambers, almost like maybe just like, like alcove kind of deal. Yeah, it's hard to tell because this cavern is so vast. From that far away, you might assume that they're like a meditation chamber or something, considering you're in a temple. You're a cleric, so you'd probably know that. Yeah, yeah. Bomo's gonna skirt around the wall, and however many turns it takes him to walk around to getting there, which will be a while because he can only go twenty five feet at a time or whatever, but. Yes. He'll go close and check out one of the the closest ones to this to where we came out on the left, I guess. Okay, okay. Um, I just want to double check on something. Okay, okay. Um, so you are gonna continue traveling there because you do move so slow and it is mm-hmm. quite a far ways. Um, I'll let Kate and Jody continue their stuff in the meantime. Um, I'll kind of approach the the first circle of pillars. Um. And just kind of see if they have any kind of reaction, if they notice us. Yeah. Um, so far, they don't really seem to be noticing you. You can tell that they're all, like, wailing in pain. Um, upon further inspection, two of them are, look dead. Okay. And you said that, like, the, the lotus that's cast down on them from above, is there, like, a device that's shining that? Or is it, like, a like a stained glass window and it's just, like, sunlight coming down? Precisely that. Can I? Okay. Um, I mean, I, I guess I'll approach the middle then. Okay. That will take you a little bit of time to get there, so we'll go over to Jody. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. Like I said, I just want to get close enough so that my detect magic circle will hit the figures so I can see if they're, like, know what kind of effects or powers or what the hell's happening here. And you said it allows you to, like, fully know what's happening, right? Yeah. At this... Is there... Like, because I got a high roll, yeah. Yeah, how long does it last? Uh, It'll be one more turn after this, if we're going by turn order. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, so as you're getting closer, um, I'm going to say that it's going to take you another round to get within range of that. Yeah. But Kate will be there too. Um, and then we'll go to Jaden. Jaden's still walking towards, so we'll go back to Cade. Okay, so yeah, I'm approaching the... Uh... The figures in the middle. Okay. Okay. And are you, like, trying to look at them? Are you going to grab one? Like, um, I think I'm pretty cautious as I'm coming up to them. Like, because I don't know, you know, I don't know a ton about magic as just, like, a, a humble dwarf. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if they're, like, channeling something or if they are, like, a conduit. Um, so I think I'm just kind of getting close enough that i can like observe them but not so close that if crap hits the fan i'm uh, in the middle of it as you get close jody all of a sudden feels this war or this this warning that well number one there is a ton of magic happening beneath you but he understands that these cloaked figures they're being converted to second sons they're slightly larger than third which are regular humans like you which means that the growth has already start started 
I'm a dwarf thing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean any offense there, sir. Um, they're slightly larger than normal humans, and the two that are dead have clearly failed. Yeah. But the the others are in the process of ascending. Okay. It's like the second sons are a dying race, and so they need to do this to reach uh, back to the status of first sons. Grizzly. Okay, well, I basically just point at them and say they're being transformed into abominations, and I raise my axe. You you yeah, can how, attack if you want. How brash do we want to be? How what? I was going to say, how brash do we want to be? Because, like, hit the chains that's you know holding them together, and maybe it'll... Like, disrupt things or kill them. As Gary lifts his axe, they do... One of the the closest one notices and lets out a larger moan or wail, and you hear the clinking of his chain. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't appear to be able to free himself just yet. I speak dying, that's definitely kill me. <laughs> and with that, uh, Jaden reaches the first room that he was going to go to, which is the closest one. Uh, Jaden, you do notice that it is a meditation chamber. It is very obvious. There is um, a pillow on the inside, like people would be sitting for a while. There's also uh, black lotuses, like actual black lotuses everywhere. Interesting. Interesting. But outside of that, nothing else too notable inside of it. Um, it says that the the small cell holds a stone beer toppled with a simple worn pillow. Hanging from a ceiling is a clay pot uh, with large wilted lotus and petals around. Um, nothing totally obvious outside of that. Hmm. He's gonna uh, pick up the lotus pot and smash it. Sure. Um, yep. You 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 may smash it. Um, dirt falls into your face because it was hanging above. <laughs> Good, good. <laughs> He's gonna scamper over to the other one, smash another one. This You're is just the, this is the Scooby in the group. <laughs> uh, you may continue doing that. However, uh, they are like twenty feet across, so it's gonna take you a while to do all. Yeah, of them. I just mean like if I just smashed one, did anything else happen, or is it kind of the same thing? Dirt in my face. Okay, just in case you, you never know, like maybe the lotuses are praying. On your left shoulder. <laughs> Nice. Um, uh, yeah, well, otherwise then he'll probably just head back into the middle where everyone else is when he finally makes it there. All right. It will take you a long time to do that. Yes. Um, Gary and uh, Bart. Bart. It's, uh, if it's looking like combat, I'm going to need you to roll initiative. Is it looking like combat? Like, if they can't free themselves, I'm, I'm not going to cut their chains and, like, let them go while they're, like, clearly struggling and trying to... Yeah, are they like snapping at us like zombies yet. trapped like on a chain, or are they just still crying like they're getting hurt? Uh, the former. So snapping at us like zombies on a chain. <laughs> yeah, at least yeah. the one that you caught the attention of. Okay, well I'm not cutting the chain. You're not cutting the chain? No, I I say we either leave them be for now, or you know, do the old. I feel like we put them out of their misery. Right? Like, if, if the alternative is we leave them there, and then they just become stronger enemies for us to have to fight later. I mean, if it's clear that they're too far gone already, it's probably better to kill them now. But if they're not too far gone, then we should probably try and let them free. I mean, this guy's clearly toast, but... 
I'm gonna chop them. Do they all look like they are kind of at the same point as he is? All right, you you guys can uh, you guys can attack. Roll initiative, please. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna chop one. It's, I'll make a decision for us. I mean, okay. <laughs> I, okay, I, I I did ask like, are, do they all kind of look like they're like this one? Oh like, yeah, so, yeah, they, are, yeah. Oh okay, okay. Other than the two dead ones, they look much worse. I rolled a okay. ten <laughs> on my initiative. Eight, eight. Huh, interesting. Not like a hundred percent certain this was the right call, but no, I don't think it was. Okay, it's well, the way to go. We're here now, so well. Um, you do you do manage to get the first hit in because uh, that's the first round of combat, and you uh, took them unawares. You can roll the hit. Who's got the best initiative? Oh, uh, sorry, uh, you, you did oh, by okay. one. Uh, I think so. My D die is a three, so let me just get down to my deeds. I'm going to go with the precision shot, um, which allows me to basically do a called shot on, like, a part of their body. And if they're restrained, it's, like, basically a guaranteed hit. Um, I rolled a 19 to hit. That hits. Yeah. So I'm going to go for the the head slash, you know, the old decapitation here uh, for 12 damage. No, 13 damage because it was a 3 for my deed. So... When you you said it was like a guaranteed hit before, is there any sort of damage modifier to that? Because it's a precision shot. Uh, okay, or... a called shot here made you up to one d four points of additional damage. Okay, okay, and I rolled two more, so twelve altogether. No, four, fifteen altogether. Fifteen altogether. Yeah. Okay, it's one okay. confusing thing uh, with the d die actually that your bonus is different every turn, so you gotta like remember it every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well you definitely uh, you definitely hit. Um, this, this is a solid mass. Like you got the sense that it was easy to hit, but it is sturdy even in this, uh, weakened state. Um, so you can, uh, go ahead and, uh, do you have your second attack? Oh no, uh, yeah, I do have second a second attack. attack yeah. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Good point. I'm just going to attack. Oh, I rolled a 19 for a critical hit. Um, so cause my, the warrior, their critical threat range increases over time. So it's 18 to 20 on me. And so I get to roll on the critical hit table five. Just got to find the page. There's so much navigating the book in this one. So I get to uh, roll should, on the... should part start on page 72. Yeah. Well, it was 80. Okay, starts on 72. Yeah, you're right. Um, so I roll a d20 on this crit table five, which is the highest level one for high level warriors. And I rolled a 17. Target is disemboweled. Foe dies instantly of shock. <laughs> so, as he's hanging still to the chains, his intestines and all of his inner organs spill out and hang uh-huh. in front of him in the most grisly scene <laughs> I might have had to describe on this show. Uh, but he is uh, very clearly dead, and mm-hmm. that leaves two of them still alive uh, with um, Bart's turn. You actually roll on the same critical hit table, too, with the dwarf. Yeah, I do. Yeah, um, yeah I guess I'll attack the next <laughs> one. It's... There's something wrong about just hitting things that cannot attack you back. It's but a look at them, they're going to kill us if we let them go. Oh, I, I agree it's the right thing to do, but it doesn't feel like the right thing to do. <laughs> it's the right thing, not the honorable thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I swing. 
uh be 20 30 20 hits okay um and that's a d10 uh so four five six seven damage okay Uh, then i'll attack again i guess yeah go for it i assume it's also tough and not dead um uh 20 again um and this time it was seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven damage. Math is hard. <laughs> All right. Well, you definitely, you too notice that it is incredibly solid and it is taking a lot of hits. Uh, if this thing was able to attack you, it, it'd be a fight for sure, but it is still standing. Um, bef- uh, I am going to go to the, the uh, these are called the Failed Sons, um, and I'm going to give them their turn because they rolled initiative as well. Uh, and it will go back to the top of the order because they were above you guys, but I'm going to let Jaden chime in if he wants to enter the fight. I know he's still walking, but he might be able to do something from the distance. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems like they're just killing guys, so I guess I could try and hit him from a distance for sure with some... For this round, I would just let you enter the fight by rolling initiative. Yeah, um, that's all I would be doing. You could cast yeah. a spell yeah, from from range if you want. Like, I don't think I would be able to get too close either. But the, oh, because you're that, that far I away. Have, like a hundred foot range. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. It's also the same theory of like uh, these guys couldn't attack the first round because you basically surprise attack them like it's not yeah. a surprise round; it's a surprise attack. Um, so that's why Jaden can't get in is because he wasn't in on the first round. Just roll initiative then? Yep. Because I totally would have been like, no, Jaden's just doing his own thing off to the side. <laughs> Looking through things, smashing pots. Yeah. Um, 15. Okay, <laughs> so, yeah, you're really well. Um, so the the new order when uh, second round begins will be uh, Jaden, the failed sons, uh, Jody, and then Cade. So, Jaden, you get to attack next anyways, so. Nice. Can I just say I don't like the name Failed Sons? That just hits a little too close to home. Uh, don't project your problems into this game, Kate. Come on. Just want you to be proud of me, Dad. Uh, Kate, in the meta game, you can be anything you want. Um, I think Bomo is just going to use the turn to just dump whatever he can to run as far as he can, use all of his actions and all that stuff to get as close as he can. Totally. They seem to be handling it. He's not really that worried about <laughs> We're it. We're killing over up, here? Uh, um, guys on chains, so he'll just make movements towards that. <laughs> second here. Yeah, so you're just going to take all your actions to move. Um, now, you, you just have the you have two attacks per round, or two actions per round? Yep. Plus movement, action. so you'd be able to like triple your action. Is yeah, that how that works? 75 feet. Sweet. <clears throat> Maybe. Right. I don't, I'm not entirely sure, but... Uh, well, it says all characters can take another movement for their actions. Hmm? It yes, does use actions plural, but that could be interpreted as per one or all of them. I like per one for this instance. Works for me. Okay, cool. Um, so, with that being said, you're moving in. Now, the failed sons are going to move. They broke off their chains. Uh, they did not. So they are struggling against their chains, but they have not broken through, uh, which means that Jody can take a second hit, or a next hit, rather. <laughs> they're, they're just, like, not letting us have the moral high ground, eh? Uh, I'm just going to, yeah, attack the next closest one. Sure, roll. that would be the same one that uh, 
that Bart attacked. Uh, can I reach the next one past yep. that? Okay, well, I'll do that uh, one. Yeah, those are close enough. So yeah. I rolled okay. an 18, natural. Oh, hold on. I got to roll my D die to see what the bonus is. So it's an 8 plus 2 is a 10. So it's a 28 altogether on an 18, which is a crit again. Wow. And to roll on that table, it is 15. Uh, blow Sunder's shield. Inflict plus 2 D12 damage with this strike. So the damage is... It's their emotion. 12. <laughs> yeah. They don't, I don't know if they have a shield, so I'll just take the extra damage. So it's 12 plus uh, 15, so 27. Remember when Kate said math was hard? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. That extended crit range is insane. It is insane, actually. I'm so jealous. That's awesome. <laughs> and right. then I'll just, for the, well, would my movement, yeah, I guess I used an action on movement. Oh, no, you get a movement action, so. Okay. You didn't, you didn't use a second Well, I'll roll action. to attack the second one, and I rolled just a 20 altogether, not natural. So. Okay. Strike it's, it with the axe for 17. This thing is, is barely hanging on. Its knees have slumped forward. The only thing holding it up is the chains, but it's still breathing. I'm still confident in the long run this is the right choice. <laughs> Bart, what are you doing? Depends how long of a long run you're thinking. Like, in terms of, like, eternity, maybe not, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I guess, attack the one that I attacked before. Um, still gonna feel bad about it. Uh, so... 24. Hits. And that, yeah, it sure does. Uh, 9, 15, 17 damage. Yeah, so this thing's still, uh, it, it is still putting up a bit of a struggle, but you can tell that it is definitely weakened. Um, it, it, it's, it's struggling. It's very raspy and going through like near death throws, but it still you're, wants to try not, to break free. You're, you're not making me feel better about this whole situation. I'll attack again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, he's uh, loving it. He's just having the best time of his life. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, hit me more, daddy. <laughs> Like, come on, we're You know what? I'd feel better. Because the, like, <laughs> we're just killing monsters, guys. Like, we're just killing we're, monsters. We got 21. We've just uh, discovered Kate's kink. No, but beating that up would feel much better than, like, this guy cannot defend, and I'm just wailing away at him. Like, wow, you're tougher than I thought. Uh, like, <laughs> I got 21. Uh, and I do 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 12 damage. I don't teach math. So as as you uh, just feel like you wish you had to be begun this, the last blow just caves its... Wait, are you using an axe? Yeah, I'm using my battle axe. Right, you just splice its head in half and it slumps forward. I love your Gallagher dwarf therapist. Yeah, my dwarf therapist is going to hear about this. <laughs> uh, jaded... There's one left with real weak. Um, would this by chance be either a poison disease or curse that these people are going through? Ooh. It would be a curse. Ooh. Okay. Well, then Bobo's going to be like waving his hand. And like, don't kill the last one until I get there. You got to give me some redemption here. You got to find out it's uncurable, and this is the the only way to put them out of their misery. 
But then otherwise, yeah, he's just going to use the rest of his movement to keep hustling up to the to the situation. I would say one more round of that and you would be there. Um, okay. But yeah. I am going well. to... Uh... Jody, you're going to spare it? Yeah. Okay, this guy gets to move for, or do something first. And he is unable to break free, clearly, on the, you know, last portion of his life. So if, uh, if Bart stays his hand as well, then it can go back to... Uh, oh, I'm more than okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you killed one of them, man. What's, what's one more? Uh, don't We're not getting utilitarian on this. Uh, <laughs> I'll say this. If I ever actually make an adventure in that Vietnam War setting campaign... Uh, you guys are definitely going to get killed by the first booby trap. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. All right. All right. Bart makes it there at the end of his turn. I'm going to give this guy one more chance to try to break free. He does not. So, Bomo, what do you do? Strong chains. Okay. Well, for his first option, he's going to try and remove curse. Okay. Okay. And that is a... Um, 23, the cleric automatically removes a minor curse from a single individual. So now is this a minor curse or a major? It don't seem minor. It's major. Okay, yeah. So he's uncurable. Um, and then he's just <laughs> going to take his a- or his sword and he's going to try and chop his head off. <laughs> Redemption! <laughs> the holy man agrees with me. It's just like oh. two extremes to this. Huh? Listen. I'm going to try to save him. I'm going to bring him to the light. And if I can, I'm just going to kill him. You know, that's actually really accurate. That's really accurate. Yeah, he looks like he's in pain. <laughs> Man, it's one hit point. I'll let you just... Could You'd have to really draw. fail. Yeah, I mean, I rolled a 17 to hit. I don't know if that hits or not. It totally hits. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's 1d8, so I mean, I'm guaranteed to get... I mean, anytime you hit a guy, you're guaranteed to at least get one damage in this game. So, yeah. so seven. Uh, perfect. Yeah, so... um. As you you approach him with your sword, you do a very merciful kill. It was a sword, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you you just slam it up through the lower jaw just to do an instant kill. So merciful. And, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, he's dead. Um, I'll just let you guys in on some meta here. These things had 10 AC, but 45 hit points. So, uh, that's it. They're dead. The other two that looked dead are are clearly dead. They haven't risen during this entire time. Okay. If possible, Bomo will, when he gets the opportunity, go over to one of them and cast Speak to the Dead. Or Speak with the Dead. On, on the ones whose heads are no longer attached? <clears throat> no, no, the ones that were are, that were already dead when we got in here. Okay, I can dig that. Okay. That is a 21. The cleric may ask two questions of a creature dead up to one month and converse for up to two rounds the creature's body must be largely intact yeah that's all it says so i would in this case i would think that two rounds would be equivalent to two questions Mm -hmm. because a round is 10 seconds in dcc so okay sounds good um what are the two questions to ask um do you know why they're doing this to you he he's gasping and and it, like breathing the air back into his body um, rather than exhaling right away, right? Um, and is they are trying to replace us with, with icons of themselves. They want us to be the new second sons. Okay, that seems probably could have figured that out without the question. Stupid Bomo, come on, man. 
Come on. Maybe. I was going to say, How like, you already this? kind of know that, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so then, yeah, the other one would be, um, what's, like, the toughest thing in this place? Like, what are we, what should we be worried about kicking our ass? The priestess and her champions for a star, but they're trying to get the Chaos Titan. If they summon the Chaos Titan, <clears throat> you're all dead already then. And he expires. Damn. So we gotta find the priestess's chambers, I assume. I've been forgetting to roll my manifestations of my spells. Um, one of those would have been that when he stood up to talk, he would have just been like perfectly healed, and then he would, as soon as we were done talking, he would just like crumble into his death state again. <laughs> well, with that information, I'm running low on coffee, so it's time to get a refill. We'll be right back. Hey there, friends. It's Ruin, and I'm here with Cade. Hi, I'm still Cade. We're just here to say thanks for giving us a shot and uh, listening. During our refill, we wanted to take a moment on top of that to say we've got some social media. You should check it out. Join us in some conversation. And while you're at it, maybe hit that subscribe button. Yeah. If you'd like to take a little bit more time, we would really appreciate it if you could rate and review us on whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. Uh, it helps us immensely with the mystical algorithms created by the elder gods of social media. And uh, it helps us push the show to more people. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun doing this, and we hope you are too. But we'd like it if more people could join us, so go ahead and do those things. We also have an email address. You can shoot us an email at cantripsandcoffee at gmail.com. If you want to maybe suggest your favorite coffee or your favorite tabletop system that we haven't tried out yet, we're always looking for more suggestions and would love to hear some from you. You may have also noticed that we're running out of topics on our side table conversations, so maybe shoot us a question that we could talk about there. As an added bonus, you can also look forward to some contests that we have up and coming. Trust me, they're going to be worth just hitting that little subscribe button. There's also some pretty cool collaborations that we're working on with some uh, some other content creators. It's an exciting time here in the Natural 20, and uh, we want to make it as exciting as we can for you as well. So with that, we're going to jump back into the show. It's the perfect pooping activity. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back and highly caffeinated all right guys i'm gonna leave that last line in <laughs> that's when we're gonna come back not to explaining what the perfect pooping activity is just that that's it please edit and out this what whole I'm conversation as well i was just no. saying <laughs> no that's just no good for no that's staying in that's staying in you said that now <laughs> you put that into our podcast i hope you're happy <laughs> i also would say that's the best pooping activity but i've never tried it so i'm not gonna tell you try it anyways moving on this whole conversation is staying and you can't make me take it out <laughs> you don't have the talent <laughs> you're a dad you don't have the time oh man like... both those statements are true <laughs> so you just killed three um quasi innocent but definitely turning into monster things uh so what would you like to do next 
burn them. Explore the rest of those side rooms. Like, are they all just identical to what Jaden had seen? Yeah, they're identical. I won't lie. I'll waste your time. Okay. Go to confession. Um, so the only pots. Yeah, the only things really remaining in this room then are the uh, that uh, door <clears throat> cupboard-looking thing and uh, back where you came from. Can we? Because I detected that that um, those beads were like you should only touch them if you're followers of their sect or whatever. Can I? I want to ask the cleric. Do you have any spells that could like possibly? remove that like get rid of the magic dispel the curse or something so we can see what's in there i mean i do know how to remove curses can't be sure it's a curse but it's worth a try would i have detected because i could have like a pretty good knowledge of the magic would i know if it was a curse uh on the beats yeah uh it is it's not a no it is a curse yep it is a curse well it is a curse well there we go let's give it a go i kind of feel like there might be something useful in there or is something that we could like use as leverage anyway. Could also so, yeah. Um with remove curse, that's my third level. Let me find that again. Um I think I have to touch it though. Yeah, I have to touch the thing to remove the curse. So would touching it give me the curse before I can remove said curse? Like only, or is it breaking the beads? Only if you fail the check. <laughs> oh god, this is scary. Um yeah. I mean, there's no I mean, way we can trial to. this out. Like, it's in for a penny, in for a pound. If we're going, if this is the move, this is the move, right? We're not going to figure out anything more. Um, if I get freaking disintegrated again. <laughs> That's my um, favorite death that we've ever had. <laughs> Just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to remove that curse. I'm going to touch that guy and go. And take uh, that thing out. So, Jaden, I have to private message you. Oh, gosh. Ooh. Uh, however, uh, you were immediately struck by this image. You have so long to look at it. So, what is your uh, intelligence score? <laughs> Four. Wow. Okay. You got like <laughs> four seconds to look at this thing before I remove the message. Um, <laughs> however, for the remainder of this adventure, you have a minus four will check or Oof. will save. That's not too bad because my will save was plus six, but now it's only plus two. For the rest of the batch. Damn. Well, I'm sorry, but. Hey, but nobody else got to go through. I mean, honestly, though, like, I was the right guy to lose it. I still have a will save of plus two. All right, let me know when you've got it, and I'm going to count to four audibly before I remove it. So it's in your private messages. I am clicking on the message chain right now. Oh god, oh god, oh One, god, oh god, two, oh god. Uh, three, must pass. I'm a turtle lord. I'm a uh, earth. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> oh dang. Um, also, I did click off of it, but turns out I could have kept the image open in Discord, so it's a good thing I did click off of it. <laughs> I am glad that you, yeah, followed um, through. As a guy who can't read right off the bat as my character, <laughs> uh, I guarantee you that I gained nothing from that other than those words that I randomly just said out loud, so I don't think we gained much from it. Yeah. But is the curse removed? <laughs> the door is open. As the beads are removed, and no other ill effects seem to take place. Instead, in its place, uh, it reveals a niche set into the wall. A polished skull rests within, set with strange stones and jewels. 
The crown of the skull has been removed and the interior of the cranium plated with hammered gold to make a crude chalice. Stylish. Somebody else can touch it. Well, I don't have any detect magic left. <laughs> um, I can detect magic as well. If we want to go with that. I think well, I actually it. would have been able to detect <laughs> if there was... Bart goes it. Bart, Bart does it. Yep. He, he grabs I'll it. I'll touch it! <laughs> Nothing happens. Yeah, I was going to say, I would have been able to detect the magic in the cupboard, too, when I did the thing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we got we got some loot. You're just really scared mm-hmm. for a day or two. Um, so since because like because you guys are uh, new to Lyria, uh, which is what the, the new land is called, um, you don't really know how much of what it's worth, but it definitely looks valuable. Oh yeah, it's got gems on it. We're going to take the skull off of it probably to increase resale value, but the gems, <laughs> the gems are pretty nice. <laughs> Uh, um, you guys would also notice that the doors themselves could also be removed and are worth something probably, but that's up to you. I'll keep that in my notes section here. Um, Bomo thinks that we should probably destroy this thing. Why would they keep it locked behind that? Because it's an idol. Yeah, so they probably gonna. Well, use I mean, it you rituals. sacrificed your your yourself, so like I will. Uh, you you can have the discretion there if you want to smash it. You go I mean. Nuts. It seems like a reasonable move with that segue that whatever was in there, nobody wanted him to touch. But I don't think he would go to the point of, like, aggressively ripping it out of anyone's hands. I just think he'd be like, you know, like, that thing's fishy. I don't trust it. Well, Bart has it. It's his decision. Tiger <laughs> boat. Uh, I mean, it's shiny, and I'm a dwarf. It's going to say dwarfs uh, love treasure. <laughs> <laughs> we do love treasure. It's even in my like description. Just think that about I can it this way: it's even, it's even more of an insult to them that we'd be heretics taking their idolatry. Mm-hmm. As his beard just slowly starts curling around the gold, holding <laughs> it's, it's, it's like Homer Simpson going into the hedge, but it's going into my beard. Just no, I think I'm keeping it to hell with him. Good. I like how, like, you did nothing to help that situation, and you stole the treasure. <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing left in this room that you noticed upon entering is the uh, the two windlasses uh, connected to the chains at either side. And the chains are then connected to the, uh, the pedestal that the uh, failed sons and the uh, human-like pillars were attached to. Bomo doesn't care. He's going to go and start picking up all of the individual spikes that he left in the hallway the last time because we're probably going that direction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just ignoring the windlasses. Mm-hmm. What's okay. a windlass? Uh, they're like those wheel lever things. Mm. I'm guessing you that know. those just release the tension on the chains in the middle. That's just gonna... kind uh, of. They're like not the, the same chains. Oh. Well then. <laughs> if you're curious, give them a tug. I mean, I'm a little curious. I'll give him a tug. Oh, and sorry. Curiosity killed the cat, not the dwarf, right? That's sorry, right. The, this is. I misspoke. They're on the same side, so it's very convenient. So, uh, when you go over to the first nah. one and you begin spinning it, yeah, why not? Give her a plug. All right, you notice that the the center disc that everything was on raises into the air. Um, I believe about. Five feet-ish? Is it like... a secret staircase. Yeah, like is it solid, like a pillar is coming no, up? No, it is definitely a platform. 
So there's like a hole? Yeah. You can't go look into it from unless you drop this thing back down. I'll go look at it. Someone go yeah. look in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Gary goes and uh, looks inside. And what he sees is a 75-foot drop into a chamber below. Okay. So I'm guessing it's where they push off the failed experiments. You also notice one more chamber, or one more chain, rather, descending into the the chamber. Like it's just a chain going down? Yes. I yell back to, like, pull on the other. Because you said there was two of the chains at the back. Yeah. Like somebody tried to pull on the other one. Can I reach both, or would I have? Oh yeah, to drop I, no, I'd let you. Bit. I'd let you do both. Okay, well then I'll start pulling the other one. <laughs> Might be a little awkward, but uh, yeah, you do it, and um, so am I. So. <laughs> Soon enough, um, Gary notices that it's carrying a bucket, and uh, it seems to be sloshing some sort of liquid. I'm not really too curious Is it a about people the liquid, liquid anymore. <laughs> It's a people liquid, isn't it? I'm kind of assuming. I'm just going to walk away. Silent Green is people. (laughs) All right, Gary's walking away. Every time I've tried to do something, some bad things have happened to other people, and I'm just like, not taking the chance on this one. Well, then it's on you, Bobo, because I got two chains. (laughs) You'd be a horrible rapper. Reference here. (laughs) Yeah. All right, well, if you guys are just going to let it go, then it just goes back down. And with that, do you wander back to the hall that you entered through? I know uh, that's where uh, Bomo currently is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, when you get back to the center of that uh, double-entry hallway, you look northerly, and you see that there is a hall that goes off to your right, and there is a hall further ahead, but that goes off to your left. Which direction would you like to take? Left. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Left it is. All right. So you go past the one hall on your right, and as you go to the left... um, you see, let me see here, uh, stairs opening into a chamber that is dominated by a glowing pit, topped by an iron cage. You immediately notice that the air is thick with the smell of scorched flesh and burnt hair. The walls and mm-hmm. ceiling of the chamber are blackened with oily soot. Is there anything in the chamber, or it's just empty? Um... You can notice that uh, the chamber itself is empty other than this iron cage. Uh, unless you go further in, it's difficult to notice like anything about the cage besides that. Okay. Hmm. Um, Bomo is going to cast some detect magic, see what's going on in this place. If there is any magic, because I don't really want to get lit on fire when I walk in there. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um... Ooh, solid. 16 plus 9, 25. Um, the cleric can determine exactly which objects or creatures are magically enchanted within range. In addition, the spell reveals creatures of non-magical origin, or non-mortal origin, sorry. Extraplanar creatures, demons, devils, celestials, undead, etc. The cleric can distinguish between magical creatures and non-mortal creatures. He can tell if different weapons or items or equipment or on a creature are enchanted and whether a creature that re- registers as magical overall does not, or it does so because of its cloak. 
or because of something inherent in its blood. Further, the cleric receives a very precise understanding of the magic strength in nature. He knows an item is a plus two sword or that a door is guarded by a level three ward portal spell. Finally, the spell functions through any sort of... Oh, it says finally the spell functions <coughs> through any sort of impending material. So anything in the way wouldn't actually be in the way of my spell. And what's the range? Um, the range on that is it's just 30 feet. Okay. 30 feet or more. Um, so because it's only 30 feet, um, you can tell that there is some sort of magical like heat that you might guess is fire. Um, but the magic itself doesn't penetrate far enough uh, downwards for you to tell exactly what it is. Mm. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. I'm not going in there. Not just yet. Okay. I kind of want to get a closer look at the cage. Can the dwarf okay. see any better than us because he has the infrared vision? Uh, it's just dark vision. I don't know if that. There is a quite a <clears throat> bit of light coming from here, so okay. yeah, he'd probably be able to see just as well. Uh, with that being said, as you approach the cage, uh, it gets very warm, and it gets warmer and warmer as you get closer. Like extreme heat, we're talking. And you can definitely notice as you approach it that it's an open pit within the cage. There is a door to open it up. Mm. I don't really. I'm not, I'm not going to open it up or anything like that. I just wanted to see if I could spot anything inside of it. If it's empty, I'm just going to get out of the extreme heat. Okay. All right. Well, uh, there's nothing else in here, so you safely make your ways back to the uh, the hallway. So long as that's what everybody was wanting to do. There's got to be something in here. This is a big spooky room. <clears throat> um, you could try to make an intelligence check or something to see if you can figure out more about it. I think I rolled a twelve. Uh, based on the proximity of where the entrance is and the extreme heat and the fact that there was a pit, you're guessing slaves. As in, they're tossing them in there. Yeah, That's something crazy. like that. Jeez. Dropping them down the fire chute. <laughs> you can't tell why though. Like there's no like like indication of like Is there why, did I see while I was walking closer to it anything past it, like a door on the other side, or whether it was like just closed off? It's just closed off. Alright, well I'm not sure what's um, doing here. Bomo has a couple of empty glass bottles. He's gonna drop like two down there and see if he can hear them shattering after a certain amount of time. Okay. Not like that he would have anything specific, just like if it sounds like, holy crap, it's like a minute before I heard anything, that's a long time, whereas like, you know, if it's just like two seconds and it smashes, he's like, hey, it's not that low. If he can get close enough to do so. So, I'm just trying to think, like, you'd have to get close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, describe the way that you're tossing them through. Like, I, I, I guess the only way that he would actually be sure of anything good happening is he'd have to probably put his hand, like, the glass with the, him, him holding the glass through one of the holes in the cage and then dropping it just down directly from there right all right when you do that make a luck roll oh gosh 20 a nat 20 yeah nat 20 i don't know if there's anything specific to that but i guess it just makes it automatic success doesn't it yeah, it's a success as well as you're not going to get burned by the bars as you accidentally touch them. So yeah, you nice. managed to like slip it through expertly. Um, it's pretty far down, so you wouldn't necessarily hear anything. Um, 
which is not necessarily a good sign, you know? No, it means whatever's just really deep down there, but yeah, something. Um, yeah, deep, I'm just trying to think hole. if there's any sort of, like, listening that you could do in order to, like, pick up on something. You know what? It was, oh, but that was your throw. Yeah, no, I stand by that. Cool. Sounds good. Okay. Anything else before you move on? No, if there's nothing else in the room, I couldn't think of anything else to do. Okay. Uh, I am going to send you guys one more map here because uh, you have explored everything that I could, you could up here. You're going to return yourselves back to the hallway that you passed on the way to this room. Um, and I'll have you just stand in front of it. I'm not, not going not gonna, to like make you go down the hall at first, you know. Mm. Um, but I am going to send you a picture here. Um, actually, sorry, you already have the picture. It's the same one you saw before, that first hallway picture. Mm. Um, that's basically what you can see from here. It is a large distance, so even with um, uh, Bart's infravision, he wouldn't be able to see too much more. Um, but it is a hall. I'll take the first look, lead the way down it. Okay. Uh, so what you immediately notice is that torches are set into the walls here, casting long dancing shadows you spot a trio of towering warrior women standing at attention before an arched, decorated portal. Their alien polearms held at the ready. A windlass is set against the wall. And they're alive, not statues? Correct. Okay. Do they notice us? Um, let me see here. Yes. And Short and they, sweet, yes. What do they do? Immediately, as they see you, the following things happen. <clears throat> the one immediately sprints through the portal, blasting off to somewhere. The portal dissipates as she does. Um, the second one sprints through the hall and down to the end. And the third one triggers the trap on or triggers uh, the windlass. Sorry. Mm-hmm on the side and then sprints to the end as well we're now going into a trap scenario that you guys have sprung onto yourself so this is what's going to happen I'm immediately just the bane of this party every decision <laughs> i make it's just like someone loses stats gets hurt gets caught up in murdering gets hit by a trap like okay immediately an iron portcullis drops into the area in front of you you will need to either stop it or roll out of its way um, you know immediately that if you don't pass it this area is sealed off so how far away were the guys behind me like the party i assumed they were right with you but were you guys because i just went went up and walked in <laughs> yeah 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 i have no okay. reason to have been further away well, I don't know how to, we could stop this thing other than the old I have a brute thought. force. I have a thought. So I brought along an extra war hammer mm-hmm. because, but I've been using my battle axe for most things. Can I just jam my war hammer underneath it? Like we're doing the, the Star Wars garbage compactor? Yeah. yeah 100%. My <laughs> short answer is yes. My long answer, long answer? Well, <laughs> it involves me going, I need a DC of 20 in order to stop this thing. 
could the Warhammer get a DC, like hold a DC 20? I mean, it's like, I mean, it's a Warhammer. It it's meant for you know abuse. What? It would at least give you guys enough time for all three of you to get through. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You may you may roll a reflex for it. Okay. Uh, twenty-two. You you do it indeed, sir. And because it is a mechanical trap, seemingly the rest of the floor is safe because nothing else seems to happen. So we all I don't got like your tone when you say that seems to happen. <laughs> yeah, seemingly safe. Do you all step beyond the portcullis? Yeah, we gotta figure yes. out what's deeper down here, and those those warrior yeah, ladies I, ran away from us. Yeah, Bomo continues to hold up the back. I need Cade to roll a luck. Oh, why? <laughs> My Remember how I said the Warhammer good. should hold until you get through? <laughs> a 10. Alright. You notice that the Warhammer is starting to bend. And it's starting to uh, let the port call us down faster and faster. And I need everybody to make one more reflex save to get out of the way. 12. Uh, 17. Seven. <laughs> now, to help Bobo, can I use a fortitude check to hold it, like, resist the bend and try to hold it steady until he can get under? Because I assume a 17 passes and I got under. Can I then hold oh, it? Oh, no, you were all under? already past it. It was a it oh. was a reflex save to keep moving ahead quick enough before it snaps. But if we're already past it, then oh, I just passed it. I'm assuming oh. he's saying to like avoid shrapnel. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. We we all know what happens here. This is DCC. I get to be an ass, and I love it. Uh, so um, Gary and Bart, you managed to be like. Oh crap, that thing's going to break, and you get yourselves out of dodge, and you move very quickly past. Bart, however, is like... Or sorry, Bomo, however. Bobo. Yeah, Bomo. Bomo. Is, Bobo. Uh, a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Bomo is uh, just looking at wonder in this trap, and he's like, oh, he did it. Stopping the first part must have stopped more for happening, because there's no way that could have been it. It wasn't. And as he's analyzing this... The hammer snaps, and he can see as above him, a a giant block of stone begins to fall, and he's going to need to make uh, another uh, another move to get out of the way. He's gonna get thwomped. <laughs> he can also see. Oh. He can also see <laughs> that uh, above him and a little bit further down are the or are where blocks are falling. I rolled an eighteen. Perfect. So you managed to get... Now, I need you to make a choice here. Are you going to try to get through both of them, or are you going to stand in the middle of them? I mean, I don't feel like standing in the middle of them seems a good move, or else now I'm just stuck in between two things that I can't get away from, and I'm going to just starve to death in there. <laughs> so he's going for it. But right. I don't care. Okay, then I will need another check once you get to the next stone to see if you can get past that. Ugh. Yeah, I'm going to think it will really help me otherwise. I guess I could like call on my freaking... God, but nah. I gotta go for this. Um, 
I guess I could also burn luck, right? And that gives me plus one for each luck I burn, right? Yeah, if you don't make the save. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can do it before or after, I believe is what they say. I can't remember specifically. I'd let you do it after. Cool. Okay, well, we'll go for the roll. Ooh, an 11. So, um, I'm going to... Oh, I don't know how much I'm going to need. Four, four points of luck would do it. Okay, well then, yeah, I'll burn off four points of luck. All right, so you manage to get through, and just as you skirt past the last block, you see that they move, or they, they slam into the ground, and it's not over. In between the two stones, you see a giant, solid piece of lead falling. He was trying and, to trick you. <laughs> and that's it. That is, uh, that's the trap. You, you all stand, holding your breath for a moment as nothing else happens, and there's a set of stairs before you. Gonna change my pants and then go down the <laughs> stairs. That's why Bromo wears brown pants. <laughs> so the best part was, and this is meta again, but like, had you guys been trapped under the, the lead sheet, like it wouldn't have killed you immediately, but it was magical, so that it wouldn't allow you to remove the stones to escape. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's All right. Cool. So uh, let me just see. I'm just gonna move into the next area here. Um. See if there's a map I can send you guys, or if I need to keep it secret for now. Uh, so when you get to the bottom of the stairs, you immediately notice that uh, there are two directions you can go. You can either go to the right, or you can go to. Uh, straight forward, a little bit to the left. I heard left. Good adventures go left. Left it is. Sure. I don't want right. to make the decisions anymore because it gets us killed every freaking time. <laughs> I just follow those Zelda rules. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, when you enter this room, you notice that there is a stairway off to your left or off to your right. There appears to be four decorative doors is there anything like descript about the doors that like might give us some kind of hint as to what's behind them or so when you look at them they're actually more of just like the door frame there's no actual door to it but it looks like it there should be a door there but it's just stone there are however um one rune above each door and they're not anything that we're familiar with um, not unless you or have, like, room lore or something like that. No. Um, and you said it looks like there should be doors, not like it looks like there was doors and they are no longer there? Correct. Okay. I don't know if Eeny Meeny Miny Mo holds in, uh, DCC, um, or if we just continue with Good Adventures, go left and take the, the stairs on the left. Yeah, systematically, from left to right. So you're sorry. You're gonna you're gonna do what? Go up the left side stairs. Are we? Sh oh, okay. Uh, well, that in was that the plan, case, right? right? Sure, why not? Well, or did no, you want to it? try the left door? 
I have no idea. Let's go. Listen, you got either a left. Jo- Joni made a decision. No, what I was could go just wrong? clarifying Let's do it. <laughs> what was going on, like what we were talking about. We were talking about. You said, "Are we just gonna go?" I was. Left? Yeah, I said, "Like, are?" Well, I said, "Like, are we gonna keep with good adventures, go left, or are we gonna like check the right. uh, check the doors?" And Jody made the decision, so nothing bad can happen. Let's go left. Stairs. <laughs> Stairs or doorway? Somebody, you guys decide. Bomo. Stairs. There we go. <laughs> All right. So you guys head up to the stairs, and I'm out of coffee. So that's where we're going to wrap it for today. We'll see you guys next time for part three. Okay, cliffhanger at the bottom of a spooky staircase. <laughs> After Jody makes a decision. Yeah, uh, right? Like. <laughs>